0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host
0: of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Welcome back in to another Arrowhead Pride Super Bowl report. I am Steven Serta. Thank you guys for joining us on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. It's day four, Super Bowl media coverage, the final day of media coverage. So as always, we're catching up with the fearless leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Sweeney, uh, I know you're running on fumes, but uh, you're doing (laughs) your best to stay alive and keep all the content flowing at ArrowheadPride.com.
1: Yeah, we're trying to give you guys as much as we can out out here in, in Arizona. Check the Instagram story today. It was the final day of media availability. There's some videos up there. And the Chiefs will have an, another practice today, and we'll get our second injury report. And so with the second of three reports, we're getting closer to Sunday, which I know that, that everybody's ready for at this point.
0: I guess, Pete, I don't really know the answer to this, but I assume it to be the case. There is still some kind of walkthrough on Friday, right? Or is today the final practice, and they've got the next two days to just make sure they're healthy?
1: Yeah, it's a little odd. During the season, the media goes, we'll have Andy Reid on Monday, and then we get Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the days of practice. As we know, Andy Reid really likes to keep things on a routine, the same thing that the Chiefs would have during the year. But the Super Bowl media works a little bit differently. It's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then they don't have any media on Friday. To my understanding, they'll still have a lighter workout as they do on Friday. And a lot of the conversation from Andy Reid this morning was just how much the players are looking forward to getting today's practice done. This will be the last difficult practice of the year. He actually said that a couple times in this morning's press conference.
0: Yeah, I, I caught that yeah. when I was listening to Andy Reid. What's so difficult about this final practice? Like, he even went as far, he mentioned it several times and was like, yeah. you know, it's not like two a day's training camp or anything, but it, it's a tough practice.
1: Yeah, I talked to Andrew Wiley and Nick Bolton about this because it perked it my ears up as well. I mean, he kept on saying it. I think it was like three or four times like, they're training this, they got to get through it. And so, Andrew told me that. A lot of it is situational football. It's a longer practice. They're going and having sessions where they're backed up on their own goal line. I imagine there's a hurry up situation, third and long, et cetera, et cetera. They also go over all the plays that'll be available to them this week in uh, this week's Super Bowl. And here's the, the thing, and, and this is why I think it's the most annoying practice of the year for the Chiefs. I think this is the key. They did it last Thursday. So when you play the or – I'm sorry, it was last Friday, actually. Their version of Thursday was last Friday. They practiced Thursday, Friday, Saturday last week. Anyway, the second practice of the week is when they they do this rigorous, long practice, and because of the Super Bowl, you get two weeks to do it. So they basically repeat the preparation. So it's ultra in their brain for the biggest game of the year. So this is their second run through of what is – the longest, most difficult practice of the year. The good news for the Chiefs is once they get through this one with all the situational football and installing of the plays, the hard practices are over. They'll have a lighter practice on Friday, usually give the Chiefs a, a day off on Saturday to just relax, and then, as uh, we know, Sunday will come and one more game, and we'll see if the Chiefs can take home another championship.
0: So – at this point in the week, it, it feels like we've got a pretty good idea of who's going to be available for the Kansas City Chiefs. Both these teams lucky enough to be relatively healthy at this point in the season. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes' ankle could be uh, a huge thing to watch in this game, but Kadarius Tony is the only Chiefs player who has been a limited participant this week and has not logged a full participation practice yet. So, how are we feeling about Kadarius Tony? Because I feel like you know we're feeling better about the wide receiver group as a whole compared to where we were after the AFC Championship game. But without McCole Hardman, it still feels like they need a little bit of that juice from Tony on the field on Sunday.
1: Well, McCole Hardman and Kadarius Tony just offer a level of speed that the Chiefs don't otherwise have, right? So you would at least want one of these guys to be available. We you know McCole Hardman's not going to play. Andrew, Reid did say that. Tony had some juice during Wednesday's workout. He was running around like crazy is how he described it. Still a limited participant, but reclarified and, and said that he was able to do everything that they asked of him on Wednesday. And he Even went as far as to say is he'll do a little bit more on Thursday. I don't necessarily know if that means he'll be a full participant. We're due to get another injury report as it goes on at some point, but it seems positive for Tony. If there's a question with anyone, it's Tony, A pending setback Juju Smith-Schuster was a full participant Clyde was a full participant everybody Patrick everybody that you might have had any injury concern was a full participant on Wednesday so unless something were to change there where they were to get injured at practice we're pretty sure everybody but Tony is going to be available and we'll see on Tony so again I think that injury report is huge and and the the Tony thing is something to watch because as we know he's also the Chiefs punt returner.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I, I know. Sky Moore redeemed his punt return issues during the AFC Championship game, uh, but uh, if Tony's unavailable and then Sky's got to step in and, and make those uh, plays on special teams on Sunday. I think it's pretty safe to say that we're all going to be scared every time the Chiefs are receiving a punt, even though Skye's bounced back and and he had a nice play in the AFC championship game.
1: Yeah, you really look at the AFC title game, and I think the thing that helped Skye more was a lot of these punts were more line drives than rainbows in the lights. You know what I mean? So I I think there is still that slight concern, that slight worry that, that something could go awry. In talking to him today, I actually had a, a, a nice conversation with him, and he's gained a lot of confidence from that game. You know, and I, I think that's something that uh, was absolutely necessary if he was going to be in this role. Up, or, or I'm sorry, if Tony is down, I should say, on Super Bowl Sunday, do you feel like you'll be the guy? Have you been told you'll be the guy? Uh, no word from more yet, but I imagine he'll – at least be in consideration. Another guy to watch is, is Justin Watson. Watson was the punt returner after uh, Sky Moore couldn't do it, and he was muffing all those punts midseason, and Tony was still injured. So I think Watson is another person to watch. Interesting tidbit from Sky Moore that didn't really have to do with the, the punt return necessarily is when he was going through some of those struggles, I was talking to him, and, I, and he said, you know, my teammates really helped me. I, I said, well, Sky, like who, who in particular helped you throughout the year? And, I, and he said McCole Hardman. And, and so I, I just found that to be an interesting little wrinkle to the year because we hadn't seen McCole Hardman since week nine. He battled through injury to play in the AFC title game. And though he didn't have an impact on the field, a lot of sky coming together for those flashes on offense. And then I think having the mental wherewithal to be able to have that return, that 29-yard return in the AFC title game to get the Chiefs in field goal position I think a lot of that confidence came from a veteran in Hardman. So we're still wondering uh, if Hardman is going to be a part of this team moving forward. His contract is, is I guess, unofficially up, just considering he's not going to be available on Sunday. We don't know if he's going to play another game as a chief, but I just thought that was a cool little wrinkle, right? Because you only play half the year. You got the two catchers in the AFC title game, sort of a disappointing mean, a disappointing year for, for Hardman. And who knows, right? If Sky Moore, and i talking about offense, goes out and has – some big plays for Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Hartman is going to at least deserve a little bit of that credit. So I thought that was a, a fun little wrinkle to come out of today's media session.
0: Yeah, and I wanted to ask you about this because just based on everything that I've listened to, and obviously I'm consuming a lot of Chiefs media this week, um, it just seems like there's a calm, relaxed atmosphere around this team right now. And I think some of it goes back to you, like you saying, McCole Hardman was instrumental in helping Sky Moore develop this season. I think we've seen that from all of these Chiefs veterans and, and leaders on the roster all throughout the year, helping develop the young guys and, and kind of show them, like, this is how you get better. This is how you can improve and make an impact and get on the field and try to make plays for us. And it just seems like that's all carrying over to Super Bowl week. And I'm curious if you've seen any of that because I, I do think that this past Chiefs team experience it is huge headed into this game. We've heard Frank Clark this week say, you know, it's, it, it's better to n- don't feel like you're missing out on anything during Super Bowl week. Wait until after, because everything is better after you win it. And, and Chris Jones has talked about this week, just how collected they are and how prepared they are. And it just seems like that that that's really like what they're giving off. And it seems like it, it's true.
1: Yeah. You know, and I, I think, And it's crazy how fast time has gone, right? Because the Chiefs didn't make it to the Super Bowl in 18. They ended up winning it in 19. But if you really remember and you think back, that Patriots-Chiefs AFC title game was almost as big as a Super Bowl, right? You have Tom Brady, and he's coming in at Arrowhead. These guys are really young. They've never played in a game like this before. Travis Kelsey included. They really had to get ready for this monumental game, and they ended up failing. And I, I, think they learned a lot from that. And even though it was their first Super Bowl, the next year it, it already seemed like they had been a, in a big game like that. And that's what gives me pause about the Philadelphia Eagles. I know that they have just rolled through the NFC on their way to the Super Bowl, but I, I just I don't understand why the Chiefs are the underdog here. I mean, not only do they have a better quarterback, they have the talent there, and they have the experience. at some of the more important positions and yes they're a young team but you have these veterans who have been there now twice in a couple of years and they're passing along the information that that you were saying in in getting prepared for a, a big game and it's made them relaxed even some of the guys that were in here for that Chiefs Buccaneers Super Bowl you could tell they're they're not feeling like this game is too big for them because they are led by all these guys Chris Jones Travis Kelsey Patrick Mahomes who know what it's like to have been there before and know what it's like to have won in that game before. And it's made everyone cool, calm, and collected. There, there is a feeling here in Arizona. and Besides the warm weather, Steve, I know you're in some snow over there. It's 71 degrees here, but it feels like a regular week to an extent. It just feels like we're in a different place and it's a regular week and they're talking about any old game. And I think that's being just a little bit overlooked. The Eagles have never, been in the, at the, the main positions in this type of situation before. I understand there's a few leftovers from that title from a, a bunch of years ago now, but I think the Chiefs have the edge and the experience, and, and that's why I, I'm continuing to feel good about this game, bias aside.
0: Yeah, I, I do think that the veteran experience, we I think we've seen that just have an impact all season long uh, across the entire team, and just the coaching experience that you know Eric Bienemi, Steve Spagnolo, Andy Reid, the entire coaching staff – They've been through a lot of Super Bowls now, and it seems like they know exactly what they need to do to execute and and try to get a win on Sunday. So I think all that stuff is going to wind up being huge for Sunday's Super Bowl. But it does seem like there's a little bit of a sickness going around the Chiefs locker room. I'm curious if you've heard any of that from any of the players. I know uh, Chris Jones said that he's pretty stuffed up this week, and there's a couple other guys that seem to be having some issues.
1: Yeah, it doesn't really feel like a serious illness, just one of those – colds those bad colds that you know you'll sometimes get Andy Reid has sounded a little congested Travis Kelsey I thought sounded congested this morning and so what I what I would tell you remember we were happy that it was the bye week uh, before because of all the the injuries the Chiefs had to recover from I think we're happy this week that the Chiefs don't play the Super Bowl on Thursday night football the idea that there's two or three days left and these guys can sleep and hopefully get over. hopefully get over their their colds and and whatnot I think is a, a very good thing. Uh, I think the, the 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 sickness is not a huge worry, but it there is very clearly something going around this team and and again, you hope that that three days cures everyone. I'm sure that that once Sunday comes, they'll be okay to go.
0: He's Pete Sweeney. You can follow him on Twitter at PG Sweeney. Make sure you check out all of our fantastic work that we've got for you guys at ArrowheadPride.com. We've got every possible angle you could think of of this Super Bowl covered, and you can check out everything that we're doing on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow for day five of Super Bowl 57 coverage.